Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandi Taylor. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Fear It Goes. I am stoked to bring you this one. This particular episode, we are going to talk about you and your puzzle. Oh, yes, because you, beautiful soul, you are your own puzzle. And we're going to talk about what that means and why it's significant and how this is going to change your life. And it really will change your life. So I did a talk in Montreal. Some of you know that uh, because some of you follow me in different spaces. I did a talk in Montreal and the talk is about how to release traumas without emotional attachment, without fear, shame, guilt, or emotional attachment. But the original talk that I had written, I guess I, I don't really write my talks per se. I sort of do, but I, I sort of don't. It's more loose outline because I really want to speak from the heart like I do in these podcasts. You can probably tell I'm pretty off the cuff. I don't like writing out scripts because they just don't feel genuine to me. So sometimes I know I can, I can veer off a little bit in what I'm thinking and the process that, or the... Tr- train of thought that that moves with. And I'll, I'll pretty well always bring myself back. But I find that I'll bring you so much more value that way. If I'm scripting all the time, then it's really tight and it's, it's often lacking certain things I want to bring to the table because I haven't flushed it out. I'd rather be in the moment and speak from my heart always than speak from my head. So that's what I bring you. Anyway, so in my talk, two weeks before... I go out to do this talk in Montreal. I have this encounter with someone and I'm talking about some of the things that are in my talk and I'm talking pretty high level, or at least I think so, um, about neural pathways, how the brain is working and how we can work through some of this. And I literally watched her eyes glaze over, her face kind of go blank. And I went, oh my God, this is my talk. I I can't, like she would be the she would be the person in the audience. She is part of that. She isn't, but she would be one of those people in the audience. So I went, oh my God, I got to rewrite this. I got to restructure this. And in the midst of all of that, my beautiful son had come to me with this puzzle, which we never do puzzles. We had one puzzle in the house. It was this one. The box hadn't even been opened and I don't know how long we'd had it. So he comes up with this box and he goes, mom, can we do this? And I look at this beautiful box and it's a picture of Lake Louise, which is stunning. And I'm like, hell yes, let's do this. I'm a problem solver. So for me, puzzles are really fun. I do enjoy them. I just don't typically do them because I don't use my time that way. However, we pull this puzzle out, we put all the pieces out and we start getting to work. What's the first thing you do? Puzzle 101, you do the outsides, right? You find your corners, you find your outside, and then you work inwards. That's processing at its finest. It makes it easier for us. And then what do we do after that? We start to structure with pieces and colors. And so I know that this is, okay, all the blues are probably the sky and all these ones are trees and all these ones are mountains and et cetera, et cetera. We compartmentalize. So I'm doing this puzzle or we do this puzzle that night and then the kids go back to their dads and The puzzle is sitting on our coffee table and it's taking up the whole coffee table 
And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, I can't leave it. I, I'll go crazy if that sits there. I'm a problem solver. I can't leave that. Maybe it's a little OCD. I don't know. Whatever the case, I can't leave it. So I move the puzzle over to the kitchen table and it sits here and I do little bits throughout the week. And when I say little bits, I finish the puzzle in the week, but whatever. Um, and it's a thousand piece puzzle. It's a good size puzzle. And as I sorted out these pieces, it's kind of funny. As I'm sorting out these pieces, I'm processing different ideas for the talk, things I want to bring to the table, what I want, what gifts I want to give inside this talk. Because I always want to bring a tool. I always want to bring something that's practical for whoever the audience is to be able to take it and utilize it in the day. So I'm thinking about all this and processing as I'm doing this puzzle and I'm sorting out these pieces and there's these ones that are black, straight up black, no problem, but black with these weird specks. Those ones were weird. I'm looking at them and first of all, when you look at the box, it doesn't even look like they belong there. <laughs> of course it doesn't. But I dumped them out of a brand new bag that I... I um, cut open. So I know these pieces belong. They're definitely in this puzzle. And then there's when I, you kind of move them around and stuff, there's shapes that don't even look like a puzzle piece. Like it's just so bizarre because you almost never encounter that in a puzzle. They all typically have similar shapes. And there were pieces that didn't have any normal shape for a puzzle at all. But when you put the pieces around it, it made the perfect part of the picture. Interesting thing about that was what happened when I went to go do the talk. So all these metaphors start showing up for me in the puzzle over the week that I do the puzzle and the kids are gone. And they all come into my talk because they're so relevant to our life. See, you are your puzzle. You are. When you come into this world, you are the perfect uncut picture of you and your life. And it's beautiful and it's absolutely your picture. Then life happens. Stamp, the puzzle pieces are scattered and it's your job to seek them out and put the puzzle pieces back together and then show that beautiful picture out to the world. But see, the crazy thing is we keep comparing ourselves to all these other puzzles thinking their pieces fit in ours, but they don't. Your puzzle pieces are are yours. So I get out to the event and there are some amazing speakers and they're so polished and they're so honed. And then I'm thinking, oh my God. And then there's me and I'm super nervous and I'm comparing myself to all the other speakers and I'm doing all the things that really my talk is talking about. So I'm living my talk prior to getting up to do my talk. And it's funny because by the time lunch hits, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to meditate. I, I need to clear this. I need to ground myself because I, I've kind of spun myself into a ridiculous zone. But guess what? We all do that. And it doesn't matter what level of understanding you have. Life comes in and ego plays out until you learn the lesson. So <laughs> I go out and meditate. And the first thing that pops up in my meditation is you're your own puzzle. What are you doing? Why are you comparing yourself to somebody else's puzzle? And it hits me and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just so ridiculous. We do this all the time. The only person we should be comparing ourselves to is us. And how can I be a better version of me? Or how can I find the best pieces of my puzzle or all the pieces of my puzzle? 
because we look at certain pieces and we think, oh, these are great. They're, they're pretty. They're, this part of the puzzle is really pretty. But the black with the specks was not pretty. They just looked like they didn't even belong. And they were so hard to figure out. And there were moments when I seriously, I'd already done half the puzzle. And I get to this one spot and there's like probably, I don't know, 12 or 15 pieces I, I'm not finding. And it's super frustrating. And I'm, and so I decide, okay, that's it. I just have to remove myself from this puzzle, go do something else. And then what do I do? I come back to the puzzle. I'm no longer emotionally attached. I sit somewhere else on the table. So now I have a different perspective and I find the pieces with no problem. And then when the pieces go in, you see how they fit into the rest of the picture. See, those pieces, those black speck pieces, that 12 or 15 piece section that I was stuck on is often what's happening for us, our life events. These are the things that we don't want to deal with. Sometimes, sometimes they're traumas. Sometimes they're really ugly. Sometimes they're things we think don't belong in our life or we shouldn't be experiencing or why me or the millions of things and ideas that go through our minds. We are not our story. We're not that section of the puzzle. We are the whole puzzle. And that section of the puzzle allows the picture to be what it is. And your picture is beautiful when it's complete. When you are whole, your picture is stunning and no other picture looks like yours. And that's what you get to shine out into the world. So all these metaphors are coming to me. All these analogies are coming to me through this puzzle. And I realize how significant little things like, I put this one piece in the puzzle I put this one piece in the puzzle and it looks like it fits. Everything about it looks like it fits, except something is just a little bit off. And I give it a little wiggle and I'm like, no, wrong piece. Right idea, wrong piece. And then it hits me. How often do we do that in our life? We try and make something fit, square peg, round hole, right? I, you're so close, but it's not right. Or it's not, the right, it's not the right place in your life. But we're trying to make it fit in that moment. And maybe it's meant to be a little bit further over to the left or right in your puzzle, a little bit further down the line. You're not ready for that piece yet. And I can't tell you how many times I've done that in my life. Right idea, wrong piece. Right, right idea with a person, but the wrong person. Just not, not aligned with me. But I didn't know me and I didn't know my picture and I was stuck in my stories. I was stuck in those parts that were super frustrating and the traumas that, ugh, that I hung on to all my life. And this is another thing. The way that we view trauma, the way that we view difficulties in our lives, Trauma to me is any event that is large enough to impact you and keep you in a holding pattern that doesn't serve you. So when I look at someone's life and I'm like, wow, they've experienced some crazy shit, 
That makes mine so insignificant compared to theirs. I'm now comparing their puzzle to mine. So therefore, mine doesn't matter and I should feel grateful. Guess what? That's you avoiding your own. Don't do that because it doesn't serve you and it certainly doesn't serve those around you avoiding who you are and your pieces in your puzzle. And that's us when we look over this one, I'm looking over these pieces going, I've looked over these pieces a hundred times. Why am I not finding the pieces that fit in this part of the puzzle? Because I'm avoiding it. Because my perspective is still in that, or I'm still emotionally attached to that or whatever the case is. So I have some pretty significant things that happened in in my childhood. Some things that people go, wow, that makes me feel like my life was pretty easy compared to yours. But again, it's a comparison. Just like I was comparing myself to these other speakers. I ended up doing one of the most powerful talks. People cried in that audience. That talk had such impact and moved people into action. That's what the talk is supposed to do. I'm not anybody else but me. My picture is mine. Your picture, your puzzle is yours. Seek out your pieces. The thing is, you have access to every single one of those pieces that make you whole. Every single one. You're just not seeing them yet. (laughs) You're not seeing how they fit. The more we look inward instead of the external part of the puzzle. Because guess what? Guess where the majority of the puzzle sits? Inside. Just like you. The majority of your puzzle is inside. If we're always looking outside to validate our picture inside, we don't get our picture inside. We get the external world's view. Your view is the view that matters most because you're the one with the puzzle pieces. No one else has them. They have their own and their pieces will never fit in your puzzle. Yours do. So I really want you to take a really good solid look at are you comparing yourself to other people and their lives or are you comparing yourself to yourself? (laughs) Are you looking at you and wondering how you can be a better you and how you can find your pieces? And if you're stuck in something, because we often do. Oh my God, I was stuck in my trauma my whole life. I was stuck in my story. If you're stuck in a story and you cling to your stories, you're not seeing your picture because your stories only help shape that picture. They don't make it. That isn't your picture. It's only a piece of, it's only a part of. This is one gift I will leave you also with this, with this podcast, the meaning we attach to an experience, regardless of the experience, is the way that you will perceive it and live it. The meaning we attach to the experience or to a thing or to whatever we're encountering in our life, the meaning is the way that we will live through it. So if I see something from the space of, let's say there's you and I, and we're, we're, we've encountered, I don't know, let's say a massive delay at the airport, we're in a rush to get somewhere, and I am 
let's say, okay, so massive experience, or uh, sorry, delay at the airport. You see it and you're, you're pissed off and you come up to the, the woman behind the desk and you're like, we're in a hurry, you know, hey, we got this funeral we got to be at. I actually experienced this one once in the airport and there was massive delays because there was, there was a plane crash and there was a massive investigation at the time. And so it delayed all planes out of LA um, when I was trying to come back to Canada. <laughs> so anyways, I'm, I'm, I need to, I need to get to this funeral. Um, I'm going to miss my connector. What's going on? You, why aren't you helping me? I'm so frustrated. Rawr, uh. And this poor person behind the desk is overwhelmed by the experience and they're doing the best they can, but you don't see it that way. You see it as they're just not doing what you want. And your expectations are that they should be able to provide what you want. And because you're not getting what you want, now you're mad. But then there's me over here going, man, this sucks for her or him. They have to deal with this craziness that has happened because of a tragedy. And, and this really, at that time, I was the mad person. <laughs> but today I wouldn't be. Today I would be this person. <laughs> I would look at this from a, man, that sucks for her or him. They have to experience all these frustrated, angry travelers who are, who are being inconvenienced because of this tragedy. The meaning I've put on this now isn't from a space of I'm angry or any of this. It comes from a space of empathy and understanding. And this is connection that we have through others. What meaning are you placing on any experience? I can place, I can place anger, hurt, fear, um, resentment, feeling broken, feeling less worthy in life because of the traumas I have experienced in my life, or I can take my power and own those in a different way. I can empower every one of those situations, every single one of those situations, and take the gifts from them instead. I change the meaning on every one of those experiences that I can think of. The ones that still show up, show up. And that's what ego does. It's there to teach you. It's there to help you surface your roots. It's there to show you you're awesome, black, with weird speckles. That's Life is always trying to gift you your puzzle pieces. How much do you want to see your whole puzzle? Oh God, I hope you want to see the whole thing. Because let me tell you, you're stunning. You're stunning. And the day that you see your whole puzzle, oh my God, you fall so madly in love with yourself. You can't help it. And you think to yourself, how did I not see this before? Wow. You're amazing. Every single one of you is amazing. Every single one of you has gargantuous power within you. Every single one of you has a stunning picture. No matter the mistakes the choices you've made in the past, today 
you can choose to change that. Today, you can choose to make better choices that bring you closer and closer to your whole picture. And the closer you get to it, the, oh my God, you start running towards it, to be honest. You start running towards it. It's not a, I'm going to do, you know, 10 pieces in the puzzle for this month. No, you want to do it all. You can't help it. You just want it because that picture is amazing. And I talk about this so often about what we bring out, what we bring to the world. We bring through our experiences, our viewpoints, our insights, our introspection, our teachings, our learning, our knowledge base. What do you want to gift this world? Does it matter to you? I hope it does. Does it bring meaning to you? Does it bring fulfillment? Do you find enrichment in your life? Do you find absolute joy and excitement and you're jumping out of bed every morning because you can't wait to have another day? Because that's what life is when you get into this, when you get into the zone of knowing you. Can't wait. Oh my God, super excited because... That's who you are. Incredible, beautiful, unbelievable beings. I said I was going to leave you with something, and I did, and I talked about the meaning, and that is a gift to you. The meaning held to anything is how we experience life. Change the meaning, change your experience. I'm going to say that again. Change the meaning change your experience. It's absolutely freeing. It will change your life. Meditate on that. Sit with that. But I'm going to give you another gift. So this is some of the work that I do with trauma. There's a whole bunch of tools that um, allow people to release traumas and allow them to do it from the observer instead of the participant standpoint. I find um, hypnosis is beautiful for that because you you just bypass the conscious state. Uh, meditation is awesome for that. Um, EMDR is great for that. Biofeedback is great for that. There's a whole bunch of ways to tap the subconscious that allow you to reprogram. However, one of the greatest gifts you'll ever give yourself is to stop focusing on that experience and reliving it and reliving it and reliving it because all you're doing is just empowering and strengthening the neural pathway that you don't want. You want to let that go. You really, really want to let that go and create a new connection in the mind that allows you to live much healthier, happier life. I know this has got names for it. I, I tend to make up my own names because this has been very intuitive work. Some of the things that have come up for me in my journey on how to heal and some things I've, I've adapted from some really great guides and teachers out there but one of them is avatar work. So I started designing who I want to be. What does that look like? And again, what do I want in my life? And when you start envisioning your best you, your best you, it's small at first, but then it grows into something that will blow your mind. The first time I saw my true self, really saw her, she stood on a planet. <laughs> She's so big and so bright. She stood on a planet. That's how big you are. How powerful. That's how beautiful your picture is. That's your amazing puzzle. Do some work. If you want some help with some tools, obviously I've got them. Um, but there are amazing teachers out there 
that also have tools. And sometimes it's just one tool that unlocks the rest for you. That's what it was for me. I needed one tool and I sought it and finally found it. And when that one opened, everything else came through in a flood. And I didn't need anybody else to guide me at that point. Now I'm in a different guide and I have another coach for something else. <laughs> but find your, find your mentor, find your guide, find your teacher, find your guru, whatever it is that will unlock your first door, that will show you your first big piece in your puzzle. Because then from there, it just gets easier. And then you really want to see the puzzle. Go out and do it today. Make a choice. Make a declaration. I stand for me today. I stand up for me today. Because a better me means a better mom, a better student, a better parent, a better wife, a better husband, a better communicator at work, a better employee, a better entrepreneur, a better business. It's going to mean you are going to bring so much better to your life and you will have so much better experiences because of it. I love you so much to share this with you. Until next time, beautiful peeps, come check us out at Fair It Goes. You know the drill. Leave us comments. And I really want your comments. I want to hear how this affects you. I get these crazy emails sometimes for different reasons. And then I get these stories that come out about how this podcast is affecting them. But I want more of those. I really do. I want to hear how this is bringing something great to your life or what you've changed in your life because of an episode you heard or how it's granted you something so spectacular in your life, how it shifted the relationship with your kids or how you've been a much better employee or how you've brought something so much more valuable to your employees or how this episode really hit home and made you go, huh, it's a belief system that's not working for me. I got to change that. I love the transformations. Bring them. Till next week, peeps. Love you so much. Have an absolutely extraordinary week. <laughs>